Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. Have you picked up your access to the free profit course yet? Because we know that running a small firm is tough and ending the year with a profit is even tougher. That's why we created Profit for Small Firm Architects. That's a free three-module digital course, and it's available to you completely free right now by visiting entrearchitect.com slash free course. This is Entree Architect Podcast, episode 115. Welcome back to the Entree Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlapage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm, whether you're in the process of launching a startup, or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. As architects, we are all striving to make the world a better place. Every day with the work we do, the environments we create, and the people we influence, we literally change the lives of the people with whom we interact. Are you an expert on a specific topic or technique? Do you have a passion for a specific cause or seek to influence a group of people? Are you a leader or or do you want to be a leader for innovation and change? This week on Entree Architect Podcast, I will share a process that may lead you to a position where you will have that influence. And I'll share my thoughts on how to become a thought leader in architecture. 
This episode of the Entree Architect podcast is sponsored by FreshBooks, the easiest way to send invoices, manage expenses, and track your time. Learn more at freshbooks.com slash architect. A thought leader is an individual who drives innovation and new ideas in a given industry. It's an objectively valuable path for any professional. Thought leaders are popular, well-respected, and connected enough to drive real value to their respective businesses. They're charismatic institutions, revered both by customers and workers within the industry. That's a quote from an article by Jason Demers. He's the founder and CEO of uh, Audience Bloom. Uh, it was an article published on entrepreneur.com. I'll have a, a link to the show notes to that whole article. The article was called Five Steps to Becoming a Thought Leader. And today I wanted to talk about thought leadership. I wanted to talk about how uh, architects, how you might become uh, a thought leader in your industry um, and have the prestige and the respect and, and feed our egos. No, no, that's not why I want to do that. If you know me uh, well enough, you know that's not why I'm promoting the idea of thought leadership. So why? Why would we want to become a thought leader? What's the the value to us? What's the value to our community? What's the value to the world? Well, thought leaders advance causes, right? You might want to advance a cause or you might want to influence a, a specific group or people or a profession. You want you might want a profession to go in a specific direction and uh, a, a becoming a thought leader is a great way to lead that discussion. Uh, you might want to drive an audience to your business. Uh, to help better serve your clients or your customers. Becoming a thought leader helps drive that audience to your business. Um, and you might want to just make an impact in the world. You might want to help others and, and, and give back. So th those are some reasons why you might want to become a thought leader. And what I want to do is go through a process here um, of, of thought leadership. This is a subject that I'm very interested in because I want to influence the profession of architecture. Um, thought leadership, in my opinion, is not something that's that's uh, that's that's taken. It's something that's earned. It's not something that we we give ourselves. We don't put that crown of thought leadership on our own head. It's something that others do. Uh, you can't claim that you're a thought leader, in my opinion. I know that there are people who out there who do that. They they uh, they have a thought leader as part of their. Uh, their description, and maybe you know that's that's probably debatable on whether that's something that uh, should be done or not. I guess if you're if you are if you've earned that position and you've um, uh, and others have considered you a thought leader, I guess in your profiles, it's not such a bad thing to to identify yourself as a thought leader as long as others do that as well. I don't consider myself a thought leader yet. I'm on a mission. I'm on a on a journey to become a thought leader in the profession of architecture. Um, but from doing all this this uh, research and, and the ideas that I've had to to influence the profession of architecture, there's certain things that you need to do. And if you want to do uh, things like that, if you want to influence a group of people or uh, influence a profession or, or uh, advance a cause, there's a certain way to go about doing that. And so I want to go through a, a process of step-by-step in order to to do that. So if you're interested, this is how you might become a thought leader. Um, and, and like most of what I talk about, it starts with a plan. It starts with creating a plan. Um, 
you want to put down together uh, the process. And here's the process. The, the, the first thing you have to do, the first step in this plan is that you actually have to be a leader in a specific subject. You, have to, you can't just claim to be a leader. You have to actually have knowledge. You have to have expertise in a specific topic or a cause uh, or a building type or a unique skill. Uh, you have to have passion for those topics or that, this cause. Uh, a perfect example is my friend Rosa Shang of Equity by Design. She is passionate about equity by design, about equity in architecture. Um, right now, she is out there talking about her equity in architecture survey. You can learn more about her survey, and I encourage you to take that survey. If you're an architect, uh, I want you to go to uh, eqxdesign.com. That's their website, eqxdesign.com, and you'll learn more about the equity in architecture survey. I don't think you can actually take the survey there. You have to uh, take the, the survey through the AIA or the AIAS or NCARB, uh, but go to uh, eqxdesign.com and you can find more information about the equity and architecture survey. Um, and you'll, you'll learn more about equity by design and you'll learn about ROSA. Um, search ROSA Shang, S-H-E-N-G, uh, on, on Google and see what pops up. ROSA's out there working. She's hustling. She is moving the needle. She is making a difference. She is, ha she is having influence in the profession on the topic of equity in architecture. She is doing all the things that need to be done here. And so the first thing you need to be is an expert and have passion on the topic that you're, that you're pursuing. Uh, another great example of, of, uh, of being a leader in a specific subject is Jonathan Siegel. When you think about uh, architect as developer. Go to architectasdeveloper.com and look at what Jonathan Siegel is doing. Um, I'm not sure if it's, I think it's Siegel. Jonathan Siegel. Um, and, uh, and see what Jonathan's doing. It, he, he, is, he is passionate about the idea of architect as developer. He's making millions of dollars uh, as a developer, uh, as an architect. Uh, and he teaches others how to do that. And he is passionate about it. He speaks about it. He goes out and, and gives lectures on how to do it. He has a, um, a whole course on how to do it. Uh, it's very, and he's an expert. And that's, that's the first step. You can't be a thought leader. You can't go through any of the rest of this process without really knowing something about something. You can't fake it. Uh, so the first step is to, to be a leader, to have expertise in a specific topic. The next step, uh, in, in creating uh, the process of becoming a thought leader is to establish a personal brand. People need to know who you are as a person, as a, as a personal brand. And, and a great way to do that is to start in social media. Uh, uh, put together detailed descriptions of your, your credentials and your career accomplishments and all the things that, um, that, that show that you have an expertise in the a specific subject or the cause that you're trying to uh, advance. Um, your social media profiles should describe you as an expert in those situations. You know, places like LinkedIn and Twitter uh, are great places where you can have an influence. You can have an influence and start making an impact on social media in the profession by just doing that, by, by establishing yourself, which is a, a big part of what I've done with Entree Architect and of how, how we've grown Entree Architect is just getting out there and and talking consistently about the subject that you're passionate in. Some other places in social media are, are Periscope, uh, the the 
the video-based social media where you can go out. Uh, Jeff Eccles is doing a great job on Periscope with his coffee a day. Uh, actually, he doesn't do he, he does coffee a day on Instagram, and he does uh, his architect um, and the Oracle on Periscope. I believe he does it every day or once a week, but he's pretty consistent on it. Uh, another, not necessarily a new tool, but a, a, a newly uh, trending tool in social media. I have not yet started to play with Snapchat. Uh, Snapchat is a is a another video based. It's become a video based. It, it's, it has images as well. But the 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 trend right now, they've launched a new thing called Stories, where you can do clips of videos and they all uh, group together and create a story. Um, becoming very popular, definitely can be used to have an influence in in a specific topic or cause. So once you've sort of established yourself on social media because this you're you're establishing a personal brand people are, are getting to know who you are and what you what you stand for um you want to establish a personal blog or write on your own uh, firm's blog but you want to write it in your name you don't want to write it anon- anonymously uh, you want to write on a regular basis on specific topics that that show that you're an expert and advance the the cause advance the the topic that you're trying to to talk about report on the new trends um Give your opinions on these things and create uh, a, a following. You want to create an audience. Uh, and once you have like 30 or 40 very high quality, valuable uh, blog posts, then you can start syndicating that content. So you can drive traffic to that blog and you can start building an audience for your blog. You can have followers that follow what you write about and want to know what you have to say. That's a leader. That's why you, you bec- you're becoming this thought leader. That people want to know what you think. That's the idea of of a thought leadership. Of, of that that you have an opinion, and people want to know what you think about what you, what uh, you're an expert in. So you can syndicate the content from your blog on on social networks. Like again, LinkedIn is great. LinkedIn has just uh, it relaunched uh, itself and, and redesigned, and it's become a great platform to share content. Medium is another great place where you can post. Uh, blog posts, and they get uh, syndicated out into the world. Um, and social media networks, you know, Facebook and and um, uh, other other um, social media sites where you can post written content and, and, and create an audience around the work that you're doing. And then also as part of establishing a personal brand, uh, you want to participate in online communities. You want to have that one-on-one interaction. You don't want to be anonymous behind a blog or behind social media. You want to get out there and interact with the community that you're you're trying to influence. Um, so you want to get in LinkedIn groups and you want to get on Facebook groups, entrearchitect.com slash Facebook, um, or no, entrearchitect.com slash group is our Facebook group, very active group. Uh, every day there are small firm architects there. It's free, but it's private, so only architects are in. Um, entrearchitect.com slash group will get you to the Facebook group. Um, Slack, my new favorite tool, my, my new favorite communication tool. I have a Slack channel or a Slack team for my, uh, for my Entree Architect uh, Academy. I have a Slack team for my uh, architecture firm, Five Cat Studio. I have another Slack team for my work with Charette Venture Group. Um, and I just created a Slack channel for my family. So when we're doing projects within my family, uh, I've, I have uh, um, 
young teenage son and a very soon to be a teenage son uh, and a uh, a young daughter. And we have these projects that we do all the time. And this is a great place to kind of organize our thoughts and put things down and communicate with one another while we're developing these programs and these these projects that we're doing as a family. So I love Slack. But the point is, is that we're, we're, you want to participate in online communities. The, re- the reason I brought up Slack is because you can create a public Slack channel where people can go, people with like minds can go and create an, uh, an online forum. We have private Slack channels in our Entree Architect uh, Academy Slack team, uh, which is where, where we're doing that, but that's private. You can also, which I have not yet started, but may start a public Slack channel in the future. So you want to look out for that. Um, and if I do do that, it's going to be based on architects uh, connecting with other people who can help them get their work done and people who are looking to help architects get work done. That may be where I land that idea. It used to be called Entree Architect Projects, and it used to be on the blog, but I may use Slack, which is a great tool for that, uh, to connect those two groups of people, people who are looking for help and architects and qualified draftsmen who are looking to help those architects. So, um, but you can create a public Slack channel or join other public Slack channels that uh, are based around the subject and the topics that that you're interested in. So um, I definitely think that Slack is is uh, a place that that we're going to all start using pretty soon if you're not already using it. Uh, online forums, you can just go out into the internet, search Google for an online forum for the subject or, or cause that you're interested in and join those conversations. Blogs too are still a great place, although the, 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 uh, the conversation I think is moving off of blogs and onto uh, groups on social media. The, the comments on entrearchitect.com has, have significantly reduced as uh, our Entree Architect Facebook group has grown. Uh, the conversation's happening there, and I'm encouraging that. I'm en- encouraging it to happen on Facebook uh, rather than on the comments section. So I'm not too disappointed about the comments not happening. They go to the blog, they read the blog, and then they go over to uh, Facebook and communicate with other architects and have those conversations there. And it's and it's me who are leading them. I am leading that discussion. I am leading that group. Uh, I've created that group. I continue to cultivate the discussions in that group, and. Um, and it's a great place for that to happen. So the second step in creating in, in this plan to create yourself uh, and to put yourself in the position of becoming a thought leader is to uh, establish a personal brand. And that's those are some ideas on how you can do that uh, and create personal brands. You can definitely search personal brand on Google and find out a lot more information about uh, creating a personal brand. Uh, that is a great way to uh, to establish to establish yourself on the road to becoming a a thought leader. The third step, the third step in this plan to become a thought leader is uh, to reach out to mentors and influencers, people who who are already thought leaders in those those places where you want to to establish yourself. Because you've you've started to create a reputation for your own personal brand, right? By, By going through the process in step two. So you start having some credibility and you start having this this goal and you have and you have this idea of what you want to do so you want to reach out to other influencers you want to connect with them 
Um, you want to you want to find in in your specific topic of expertise, find the people who are already out there talking about those things and connect with them, help them, uh, work with them, uh, uh, reach out to them as mentors, connect with them on a personal level, meet with them on Facebook or or meet with them on on a, a, a go to meeting call or a video conference. Meet with them in person and have have coffee with them and and learn about what they do and how they do. And, and you want to um, you want to learn how they do what they do. You want to watch what they do. You want to know how they run their business. Uh, what what are they writing about? How are they writing? What is the, the techniques that they're writing? Where where are they they're publishing their blog post? Where are they publishing their work? Uh, what are the communities that they're they're connected in? All the things that we talked about in step one uh, of be, being a leader and step two of developing a personal brand. These mentors and influencers are already doing that. They're out there hustling in those communities. Watch what they're doing and learn what they're doing and learn how they think and how they make the decisions because we only have a certain amount of time every day, right? So you want to make sure that you're investing your time wisely. You're investing your time in the things that that are going to work. And somebody who's already doing it, somebody who's already out there influencing others, um, they've already gone through the the missteps. They've already failed at doing certain things. So by connecting with them and communicating with them, becoming building a relationship with them, they can they can teach you how to do what you want to do uh, and get further quicker by not making the mistakes that they made. So reach out to to mentors and influencers. Another another great way if you can't connect with with them personally. Uh, is to have virtual mentors. Maybe there are authors of specific books that you really love, that are that you're passionate about, um, but you can't have that personal connection with them. They've just grown too big for you to to connect with them. You can read their books and follow their content and study their processes. You can subscribe to their newsletters, read their blogs, and 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 see what they do, watch what they do, and then emulate what they do. And then that way you can kind of use them as a mentor when you're making decisions. How would this person uh, make this decision? How would they proceed to do, to do this? Where would they go next if, if, they were, if I were them? Um, you, can, you can use these authors, these, these influencers as virtual mentors. You don't necessarily have to have that personal connection. That personal connection will advance you much quicker but if you can't make that personal connection, uh, this is a great way to do it. And it and for me, I have both. For me, I I I, I people that I that I talk to uh, that that help me make the decisions that I that I move forward in. And I have many virtual mentors that I follow that that I um, I look at and I see how they're doing what they're doing, and I and I work to do things in a similar manner because I see that it's successful for them. So that third step is to establish relationships with mentors uh, and influencers. Let's take a quick break here to say thank you to FreshBooks for their support as a platform sponsor of Entree Architect. Because as a platform sponsor, FreshBooks has provided funding and support for our overall mission here at Entree Architect. They recognize the need for small firms like us to build better businesses in order to be better architects. FreshBooks is the easy-to-use accounting software designed to help us small firm owners get organized, save time, 
and get paid faster. It takes care of invoicing, expense tracking, estimating, reporting, and it all happens out on the cloud so you have access to your information from anywhere that you have access to the internet. And I use FreshBooks for my own small firm, 5Cat Studio, and my favorite feature of the FreshBooks software is sending my invoices by email and allowing my clients to pay by credit card. When FreshBooks says that you'll get paid faster, they're not kidding. With the convenience of clicking a button and paying by credit card, many of my clients pay now as soon as they receive their invoice. And for those clients who don't pay right away, FreshBooks automatically sends them a reminder of the balance due at an interval that I set. So once I send an invoice, I can go back to being an architect and I don't need to chase down any of my clients. And Tim Lee of FreshBooks will show you how easy it is to send invoices by email on our exclusive video series, Tim and I produced exclusively for the Entree Architect community. Check out this free video series at entrearchitect.com slash FreshBooks video. There's no catch. There's no email. It's completely free. Just go to entrearchitect.com slash FreshBooks video and you will get the videos right away. There's three of them. Shows you everything you need to know about getting started. And then go to freshbooks.com slash architect, freshbooks.com slash architect and sign up for your free 30-day trial and give it a try. It's free. I suggest you just send one invoice and see what happens. That's how I got started. Just send one invoice to one client and see how it works. And when I did that and I got paid much faster than usual, I signed up for the rest of it and I set up my whole my whole account in FreshBooks. FreshBooks.com slash architect for your free 30-day trial. And be sure to enter Entree Architect into how did you hear about us section. So the fourth step, the, store, the fourth step after, well, the first three steps, the first three steps are uh, make sure you're a leader. The second step is to establish a personal brand. And the third step is to, uh, is to build relationships with these mentors and influencers. The fourth step is to grow your network, is to continue to uh, connect with people um, and grow your network. Work, continue to work on social media. Reach out to as many people as possible and start making those connections. Start making those connections and and um, uh, and becoming friends with these people. Build relationships with these people. I have grown a great network through social media that every year we um, we meet at the AIA convention and we have dinner and we connect. And when we meet each other, it's like we've known each other forever. Um those are my network. Those are the people in my network. Those are some of the influencers that are out there doing the things they're doing, like Rosa Shang, um, like the guys from ArcaSpeak, like Bob Borson of Life of an, Arca, uh, Life of an Architect. Um, those are people that are influencers out there. Those are part of my network. Those are the people that, that are doing the things that, I, that I'm uh, working to do as well. And we work together to help and support one another. So you want to grow your network. You want to make as many connections with others as possible. Uh, another great way to grow uh, a strong network is to is to start doing public speaking. You are an expert. You know what you're doing. Uh, volunteer to speak at at conferences and and conventions. Uh, it's a great way to establish your credibility and to have influence. Uh, in person networking meetings and meetups. Speaking of meetups. Entree Architect Meetup is a great place to meet other architects. Uh, at the convention this year, Thursday, May 19th, it's the Thursday of the convention, 
at 8 p.m. in Philadelphia. Stay tuned for more details, but save that date. Entree Architect Meetup, Thursday, May 19th. Write it right down right now, 8 p.m. Watch our social media channels for more information and an official uh, invite to uh, to register for that meetup. So we can all connect. You can come hang out with me, have a drink. It'll be a good time. Um, great place to network. That's where you can build these relationships. Some of these people that you've been connecting with online uh, will be there and you'll be able to uh, connect with them and and build that relationship. When I meet with these people in person, it reinforces that relationship that I've built over the, over time online. And so uh, you want to grow your network. Go to these live events. Go to the AIA convention. Go to local conferences. Go to, if you're a residential architect, a great one is CRAN. This year it's going to be out in Sonoma in California. I'm going to be speaking there. I'm, I'm putting together a panel discussion. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm not going to give you too many details right now, but it is going to be something that no one's done before. So get out there to CRAN. You can go to AIA, search CRAN, and you can register for the CRAN Symposium out there. You want to go to these live events. This is where I make those connections. This is where I've, I've developed my network out in those conventions and, and, and conferences. Uh, you want to do these things. This is where you make that, that connection. That's where you grow your network. And that's the fourth step in becoming a thought leader is grow your network as big as, and as powerful and as strong as you can make it. The fifth step is to get published. And you've already started working on your blog, and that's a great way to start getting published. So now you want to take it to the next step. The next step is to get published on other people's blogs. Move up. Find find the, the larger blogs that are talking about the things that you want to talk about and, and, and volunteer to guest post on those blogs. That's a great way to drive traffic back to your blog. Uh, it's a great way to influence the, the people that you want to influence. It's a great way to establish credibility as an expert in your profession and your topic. Articles in magazines, Architect Magazine, uh, Residential Architect Magazine, Custom Home Magazine. These are all magazines that I've published in. Um, you can do that too. All you have to do is reach out to the publisher, reach out to the editor, and volunteer to, to be published. You can get published on on websites. Arc Daily looks for for articles. Archetizer uh, looks for articles. You can go to these big sites, put together an article, submit them, and a lot of them uh, will publish it. Entrepreneur Magazine you can get published in. Uh, Fast Company Online you can get published in. Uh, Huffington Post you can get published. It's not that hard. I haven't I haven't done those magazines yet, but I've heard that it's not that hard get published on those, those, especially if you've done all these other steps and you've started to build a credibility um, and you have this blog, these blogs and you do guest posts, the next step is to get published in those magazines. You can, you can get published on newsletters. Every AIA chapter in the AIA uh, has a newsletter and they're all seeking content. Every one of them is looking uh, for content to publish. Why not you? You can write an article every month and submit it to every AIA chapter in the nation, uh, and a, a large majority of them, if it's good content, will publish your work, and you can get distribution throughout the entire country. Um, and then books. You know, when you talk about getting published, it's all about getting published in books. If you want to become a thought leader uh, and you want to have that massive influence, the book is the way to do it. Write the book. Um, and there's two ways of doing that: traditional publishing. And you know AIA has publishing, 
you can AIA CRAN, again, Custom Residential Architect Network, publishes a book every year about residential architecture. Hanley Press, um, or Hanley Wood, the, the, the publishers of Architect Magazine, uh, and partners with the AIA, they publish books. And Taunton Press, like uh, Fine Home Building, the, pub the, the publisher of Fine Home Building, they have great uh, books. So those are all traditional publishing, and there's lots, there's hundreds of more publishers that you could get published by. Um, I don't know the process to get published traditionally. I do know the process of getting published by self-publishing because I have interviewed Eric Reinholdt of 30 by 40 Design Workshop. We did two podcast episodes, podcast episode 97 and 99. So you can go to entrearchitect.com slash episode 97 and episode 99. And you can see two of our field guys, field guide series uh, episodes about publishing your own book and marketing your own book. Uh, Eric has done this three times. He is an expert in self-publishing. Uh, I highly recommend that you go check out those episodes if you're interested in doing that. And self-publishing is legit. You know, this, it, if you do this right and you've, you've uh, put together a, a, a high-quality book, have it edited, uh, do it like a, like a traditional book would do it, uh, and self-publish it, you can get it published online and, and get it out in Amazon and, and, and be very, very influential. And when you go out to do your public speaking and you do your, your guest posts, then you will be an author as well. And that is how you start building this credibility. You build this momentum from having these things. And a book is a great way, maybe the best way, to uh, establish yourself as a thought leader in a specific subject, to be an author in that subject. So get published is number five. And then number six is to out, be out there doing it. Be out there doing it. Um, drive change and innovation. That's number six is drive change and innovation. You want to, you are now an expert. You've established yourself as this expert, um, this, this leader in, in, in the thinking in this subject. So it's time to start making these, make some bold claims, make your position heard, drive new ideas. How, what are your new ideas about, uh, about your expertise? I talk about share what you know, right? I talk about that all the time. That is something that I want you to do. That's the, a, an idea that I want to drive home. Share what you know. I want the profession of architecture to open up. I want architects to meet with other architects and share everything they know. That is a new idea. They have not been doing that ever. That is something that, that we're doing now in Entree Architect Academy throughout the internet. And I'm encouraging everybody to do that. That's, that's driving new ideas. Make predictions. Look at the future and say, okay, where where's this industry going? Where's this idea going? Get out there, write an article about something, make some big predictions, and then publicize that. You want to demonstrate your, your expertise, and then you want to publicize your claims and your ideas through these channels that you've just established up in the upper, these other steps that you've done. You've created this network. You've created these mentors. You've, you've, you've established relationships uh, for guest posting and publication. Now it's time to make some claims, write some articles, write a book, get it out there into those channels that you've established uh, in this process. And then, and then demonstrate those changes and that innovation in your own, in your own life, in your own company, in your own firm. Um, show how it works. And then you can document how it works in your firm and show that there's proof. Create a case study for the 
for the work that you're claiming and say, here, look, this is how it works. Um, so that that's the steps. Those are the steps. Uh, you want to you want to um, create a plan. You want to uh, become make sure you're a leader, establish a personal brand, relationships with uh, mentors and influencers, grow your network, get published, and then drive that change and innovation. Um, and let me let me warn you here. If this is something you're interested in doing, this is not a quick process. This process takes time. And like I said earlier, the crown of thought leader is not claimed. It is granted. It is something that you need to earn through years and years. This is not something you're going to do in a couple of weeks or a couple of months. This is years of consistency and influence. I started Entree Architect in 2007. It was Entrepreneur Architect, and it was a WordPress blog, and I started it in 2007. It's taken, it's almost 10 years, okay? And I'm, and I'm still not there. So be warned that this takes time. But in the process, you're making a difference. You are making the world a better place. You are making change and, and having influence in the profession. I am, without a doubt, in my mind, making a difference in the profession of architecture. People tell me that every day. And so I continue to do it. I'm encouraged by the support that I get and I continue to, to move forward. But it takes time. It takes consistency. It takes a lot of work. Um, and, and the other thing is, is that it needs to be done in the service of others. I just wrote a blog post this week on servant leadership, five principles of servant leadership. If you want to go through this process and you want to dedicate yourself to a cause or to a specific, um, to a specific influence in, in a specific profession, uh, you want to make change, you want to make the world a better place, um, it needs to be done in the service of others. If this is all about you, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. If the intent and the primary focus is to benefit you or your business, that's the primary focus, yes, it will have influence on your business. It will improve your life. It will be about you. But if that's your primary focus, it'll fail. People it, it, people will see right through. It's, it's transparent. People will very quickly see right through your plan and, and none of it will work. You'll just be a hoax. You'll just be a fraud. And so it needs to be genuinely, you need to have this passion that you have for this subject and the intent to become a thought leader needs to be because of other people. You need your, your priority, your primary focus needs to be about improving the lives of other people. And that's where it will succeed. If it's not, it will fail. So, I mean, in, in my life, in, in my hopes, you know, my hope someday is to become a thought leader, that others will look at me and say, Mark Arlapage, he's a thought leader in the, in, in, the, in the subject of success in architecture, that he encourages and inspires others to succeed in architecture and therefore grows the better profession, that the profession gets better and, and, the, and the whole world by uh, association becomes better because architects make the world a better place. So if we're more successful as individual architects, the whole world becomes better. That's my mission. That's what I want to do every day when I'm on this microphone, when I write my blog posts, when I'm doing my newsletter, when I'm in the academy, my goal is to make you better. 
And when I make you better, I make the world better because I'm making the profession better and I make the world better by, by association. And that's what I'm hoping to do. You know, if someday, some, some way, uh, people start looking to me as the answer to success in architecture, uh, as a thought leader, that as, as the founder and the CEO of Entree Architect, this is the person who's done this, I will have succeeded. And I'm slowly working through this list that I just went through. I didn't, I haven't completed it at all. Um, I've, I've had an influence without, without a doubt. I've had an influence. I've had impact in the, in the profession. Um, I've influenced the discussion on business and life and leadership and success in architecture, no doubt. But I will continue to give back and I will continue to do what I can do to influence you, to influence architects around the world to be better architects, to build better businesses, to become better architects. And that will lead to becoming a thought leader. And I believe we can all be thought leaders. All of us, whether, whether we want to change a profession or we want to change our communities. If we, you can be a thought leader in your own local communi- community. You can have influence on your, on your local planning boards. You can, you can start discussions on good design and the benefits of hiring architects in your own community. Um, you can improve the lives of others in your region by becoming a thought leader in your community. Or you can do this on a more regional level or a more glo- uh, national level or a global level. You can start working to influence the larger groups of people. You can make changes in industries and professions. You can do that. You need to go through this process that I talked about. You can have an impact on politics and codes and laws that, that, that we as architects have, have influence in. You can step up and go beyond what you're doing now as an architect and become a thought leader in architecture. So a summary, a summary of, of the steps. Become a leader in a specific subject. Establish a personal brand. Build relationships with mentors and influencers. Grow your network, get published, and then drive that change and drive that innovation. That's it. You want to apply these six steps. Be consistent and work hard with a focus on making your world a better place. And you may just find yourself considered a thought leader. Complete show notes and a direct link to download this episode may be found at entrearchitect.com slash episode 15. And I mentioned our private Facebook group, uh, entrearchitect.com slash group. You can get over there and join up and, and chat with us every day. We're out there having a conversation and we're talking about leadership this month all throughout the platform, Entree Architect platform, here on the podcast, on the blog, and in social media, we're talking about leadership And don't forget to pick up your access to our free three-module digital course, Profit for Small Firm Architects. Just head over to entrearchitect.com slash free course and get it right now. I promise it'll be worth it. My name is Mark Arlapage and I am an entrepreneur architect and I encourage you to go share what you know. See you next week. Thanks for listening.
I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, well, buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like, how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us. Can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh my the one that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast. It's a community where dreams meet action. There is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is gonna be a priority. When the job is done, we're gonna actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. (laughs) So for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like, that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.